This is Rashawn Slater, first round draft pick for the LA Chargers, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Bolt up. Here's what's coming up this week on the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Absolutely excited. In oh time's God. gone by. Audible chocolate's <laughs> now singing. When this hope is was high <laughs> and life worth living. Um, but I was surprised we didn't see Eckler in the past again. Hello and welcome to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. I'm your host, Elliot Bermudez, and on this podcast, we celebrate beating Washington in the opening game of the season. What is going on? What is happening? I don't even know. I can't contain myself. The Chargers defeat. Yes, just repeat that. Defeat Washington in their background, in backyard, 2016. Um, I had the closest prediction. I said 2017. Unfortunately, I said Washington were going to win. Um but, you know, it was a low-scoring game. There were turnovers from both sides. I have to eat another hat. Um, and we are getting straight out with the uh, post-match review, the post-game review. Um, you can join us just for future reference. You can join us straight after every game. Um, sometimes, if it's a late one, we'll have the West Coast Connection team out there reviewing. But when it's a nice early one, we get the, get the team going to review, uh, get our feelings, our thoughts, our emotions out there for you, and celebrate. Guys, how do we feel about winning was absolutely ecstatic it's always going to be a good test uh for brandon staley in his first game but he's come through it. it it at times it was ugly but look we've got to take that win we've got to learn from it there's so many positivities i'm sure we'll get through that uh in the remainder of the podcast Is it just me or is, is John frozen in the? I thought he, I thought he just like just just, just, just sun himself in, in Orange County, you know. I'm just basking in that warm, beautiful glow of victory, my friend. Ah, oh, feels good. Ah, oh, feels good. Oh my god, oh, that's five in a row now. Is it really? Is that right? Yeah, because we ended the season with four wins, didn't we? Thank you, so, Anthony Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you want to QB in history that, with 400 completions over his first 16 career starts. And over 40 team. and for over 4,500 yards passing. Yes, he can join Pat Mahomes in another incredible stat, Mr. Herbert. Uh, Thank you. What do you mean? No, he's the only one in history to do that. There's no joining. He is number one. One of one. <laughs> Leave Pat Mahomes outside. Thank garbage. you. Overrated. Mahomes is number one in the stats, number one in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, so what are our biggest takeaways? I'm going to start. I'm going to steal the spotlight and say, how refreshing was it to see us leading a game in the fourth quarter and not just doing three runs up the middle, burning a minute and giving the ball back and saying, now we're going to stop you on defense, driving the ball, putting it in the air, saying, Justin, go and win us the game. My God, that was so good. Did you enjoy? Did you all enjoy that coaching change there? Well, that, that was a problem last season, wasn't it? We couldn't put four quarters together. And, you know, it was either a good first half or a good second. And this time, you know, Dan unfortunately had to miss the third quarter. As I said to him before we went on air, he missed nothing. Um, but that, look, that actual third quarter, we can learn from a lot from that because we're under pressure. We weren't doing particularly good with or without the football. And um, it just proves that we've got the strength and resilience to, to bounce back because, look, Washington... They could have, you know, carried on and took the game to us. Unfortunately for them, they lost Ryan Fitzpatrick, but we, we came out of it with a W. And that's what matters. 
What's a W? <clears throat> oh, yeah, we're on Farmer, farmer Road. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Joel. Dan, why don't you... Oh, give me? Okay, I'll go. <clears throat> Is this thing on? <clears throat> I dreamed a dream. In oh times God. gone by, audible chocolates now singing. <laughs> when this hope was high and life worth living, for all of you who don't know, that is a wonderful song called "I Dreamed a Dream" from the show <laughs> Les Mis. My biggest takeaway was Les Viz. Beautiful kicking job. Beautiful kicking performers. I mean, he was perfect on PATs. He was perfect kicking field goals. He was getting touchbacks or kicking the ball off to the one. And our special teams was. Uh, taking him down before the 25, meaning a positive special teams play. I mean, oh, Le Viz, you have stolen my heart, and I have dreamed a dream. <laughs> who knew? Who knew? Get a good the kicking game would bring that out. I love it. Who knew he could sing? <laughs> and no one. Whee! Hashtag Audible Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're paying the big bucks for, boys. Yeah, I'm, I might have melted that chocolate in this heat. <laughs> I mean, what are you, you doing, Dan? Good, Come on. I want to hear what Dan has. Yeah, go on, Dan. Talk about <laughs> so I, No, no. I was thinking more about Austin Eckler. Um, oh, yeah. And just yes. how he was used. So we we saw a lot of um, a lot of situations where he was taken out and Roundtree was put in. Fine. Cool. Fine with that. Roundtree is a different kind of back. Um, but I was surprised we didn't see Eckler in the passing game. No. Um, I, I'm assuming it's to do with his injury and that maybe he's not fully there, but there was no real outswinging passes to, to running backs, which is something that worked so well for us at the start of Herbert's young career. Like you think back to his first game, there was that pass out to Eckler down the side um, that went for like 20, 30 yards. And I was just, I was kind of expecting to see something similar there, but nothing happened, but it doesn't matter because we won. And Eckler still got his touchdown. So. He still you know, got me I, a fantasy W too. Oh, he probably did. Great game by Eckler. I think he was actually, you know, he he was involved in some of the passing game. I would say uh, he was he did a great job blocking. He made some key. Oh, blocks. there was some great blocks. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean that was beautiful to see. Uh, you know, honestly, uh. I, I think there was a there was a, con- a concern plan by the Lombardi to go, hey, you know what? I think they're expecting this. I think they're expecting those swing passes, those dumb passes. And he wants to avoid those negative plays and say, you know what? No, we're pushing it. We're pushing the ball downfield. And I think they did just that. So uh, yeah. I personally when think everyone was wide open over the middle as well, it's like, yeah. well, fine. It, we'll it, just Palm, take that 10 yards. <laughs> Palmer had a reception for 17 yards. And that was all down to uh, Eckler uh, breaking. Yeah, that was his block. Yep. Palmer and got block. out. Yeah. You know, but going to your point, Dan, I was—I'm not surprised at all. I don't think um, our, um, uh, you know, play calling is going to show all the cards in week one and two. I think we're going to have a little bit of a surprise for the Chiefs in week three. Um, and, and, and do you know what? In, in a way, I'm glad because we spoke about not looking predictable before the season started. A lot of people would have expected Eckler to move the chains through the air, and he didn't. So, you know. Um, there was a lot of Twitter talk about where's Eckler, is he out with his hamstring? No, just using him conservatively. First of 17 games, it's smart. Yeah, and I don't like over-relying on one player and this idea that you have to have like one Hollywood star running the rock all the time and, and involved in everything. Mix it up. How good was Larry Roundtree, guys? <laughs> he was great. He looked great. 
It was solid. I think he gave exactly that kind of power run that you're looking mm. for. The one that, that we had thought maybe Josh Kelly would be. But I think this regime came in. They saw Josh Kelly's tape and they weren't impressed. So they made a concerted effort to bring in Roundtree. And they liked what they saw at a Roundtree. I think he was great. And I think the point that you made about conserving Eckler, I think that's important. I think Austin Eckler, for as great as his abs are and as great as he looks, you know, working out, He's still a smaller back in terms of NFL size. So, you know, the more you expose him to, you know, giving him 40 touches a game, the more he's going to get injured. So I love that the way that they're True. using him. I love that they're kind of mixing it up with how they're going to use it because I can definitely see them mixing it up. And I love Roundtree coming in there to spell him. And, you know, Roundtree knows his role. He's not out there jitterbugging. He's not out there going side to side. He's like, no, I'm a north-south runner. I'll make one or two cuts. Uh, I thought he had really good vision today. Uh, something I didn't see necessarily in the preseason. I think he saw a little glimpse of it, but I think today he really saw the field well. Um, so, you know, as, as much as I, I'm sad to say that I, I think I had a big miss on that uh, year two Kelly breakout, I think Roundtree looks pretty good. But again, we can't get overzealous. We thought, you know, I was trying, I was starting to take mini victory laps on my Joshua Kelly love and after week one last <laughs> year, and we saw how that went. So let's, uh, let's temper expectations on that. But I thought Roundtree was good. I think, again, if you, you know, we we're all wondering, well, are they going to do this more of a San Francisco style offense on the running offense? Are they going to bring in more of a, a Saints style running offense and look more like the Saints out there when you had that kind of Kamara really and, and, mm-hmm. and Ingram one two punch? That looks kind of like what we had going on there. And I liked it. It looked good. It looked effective. It's but, yeah, fast, I mean, it's continuous, when, you can't yeah. cope with it, yeah. When we had our backs to the wall, you know, late in the game, Jared Cook came into his own, and, and you, that was fantastic because, you know, people say, what's what's Cook doing on the field? You know, what, what is he doing? Well, actually, you'll see in the fourth quarter when he's getting us out of a jam. But Keenan Allen, Mike Williams combined oh. for 182 yards through the air. Um, Allen with a 100-yard with a uh, game on, on day one, it, it's good. But we haven't even mentioned Derwin James yet. He competed. Six tackles, was it? Six tackles, yeah. But it's, he got called for, a, I think it was a horse collar, but there's also a face mask called against him. He he wasn't letting that go. He was at it. That, the, that, the best one was when he got um, the low block against him, but still yeah. got up and yeah. made the tackle. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's important that we, we keep him rolling throughout this season. And, and he, he looked really good. And, and Asante Samuel, it was, it was his tackle. And then obviously Kazir White that uh, that turnover when Herbert threw the interception. That was a great play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you know Washington brought their defense, and you could look at the, some of the negatives from the game: the fact that we had we had a ten yard, uh, sorry, a ten play drive and an eighteen play drive, and they both uh, ended without a touchdown. But there's going to be a lot of teams that will struggle against this Washington defense, and I think. You've got to look at that in the context of what it is, uh, and say, well, if we can, if we got through that, you know, with Storm Norton at left tackle, uh, sorry, right tackle coming in for Balaga, that was a big risk, but we, we got away with it. So there are lots of positives, lots of things to work on. But look, some of those guys haven't even taken a, a snap for almost eight months. Um, so. Um, you, you can you can sort of mitigate against the drops. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen, he dropped it. And it's like, oh my lord, what's happening? Straight through his hands. There were a lot of drops. There were a lot of drops out there. A lot of points left on the board. Mike Williams, Guyton hit him in the freaking face mask. Like, come on, what are you doing? No drops by KJ Hill, though. No, there were no drops (laughs) by KJ Hill. And good job. Honestly, though, that's his role. Though his role is there to get there and be dependable and. In the in the in the kicking game again, I know there's a lot of guys who are like, oh, we need someone back there who could who could be a threat to score any time. 
Honestly, I'm just happy we had no major special teams penalties. We had no yeah. turnovers on special teams. We had a competent special teams unit today, and that yes. to me is a massive win. <laughs> yeah, it was mediocre. It was okay. That, that, that's, a, that's such good. That's such a good uh, compliment to, to the improvements being made. They were <laughs> mediocre. Good lad. Um, I, I have a question for you all. <laughs> oh. Who wanted to cut Mike Williams? In? <laughs> uh, uh, that's okay. too good. <laughs> I think I, it is too good. But you know, you were wanting to cut him. We, you, we, you missed a podcast where we all re-signed him, and you said you're all stupid. What did he have? Eight, eight receptions over eighty yards and a touchdown. Yeah. We actually used him, and he was. He had some drops and some errors. He wasn't perfect, but. If he had been, he probably would have been well over 100 yards. But a great game from Mike Williams. Um, and we used him. We saw Josh Palmer show up. We went to Keenan regularly. KJ Hill got involved. Look, it was just like the Saints. Everyone gets gets fed by Justin Breeze Herbert. <laughs> you know, and, and, this, and this is a lazy comp that happened a lot in the offseason. People trying to say, oh, who's going to take this Mike Thomas role? You know who's built like Mike Thomas? Mike Williams. Oh, Mike Williams is going to take the Michael Thomas role. And I poo-pooed that. And, of course, I was just saying, hey, for the money that's going to cost Mike Williams, just get rid of him. We can find somebody else, you know, to replace whatever. And part of that is because all Mike Williams ever was was a 50-50 jump ball guy. That's all they ever used him as. And that's part of the coaching regime. And then maybe that's part of him as well. But he was out there today. He looked like Michael Thomas. He was using his body for leverage. Leverage. He was getting in front of guys to get the ball. He was he was breaking he was on routes. Like, people out. He was. Super, he was yeah. doing everything that he should have been doing from day one of his career. Instead of just yeah. going out for these 50 50 jump balls. Ironically, the biggest mishap he had today, in my opinion, was that one jump ball that he didn't come down with. <laughs> Ironically. But honestly, he was a completely different player. He was not the Williams we've used to seeing out there. And I I will eat hat and eat crow or whatever you want me to eat. I mean, not one of my hats. I'll eat somebody else's hat. I love my hats. But I, I'll, eat, I'll do whatever it says and say, hey, if this is how he's going to continue to play all year long, this is how they're going to use him, then yes, re-sign him because he is, a, he is fitting perfectly into this offense. And I love the way they're using him. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm glad you're sorry, that when, when Williams on the on the field, we're always going to uh, extend plays, and <laughs> maybe the fact that he's still on the team is justified by today's performance. So it, it really is. It is. I have another question. I'm going to go to Dan to answer this one. It's on Facebook. Our first ever live Facebook question. Hannah Bermudez. Wonder how who she related to. Uh, do you think the Chargers will avoid injuries this year? Uh, last few years have been a tough one for the top players. Will the backups make a difference? Great question. And we did have Very a good worry. Question, it is one, isn't it? Go on, Dan. Over to you. Um, I don't think any team will avoid injuries. I don't think we're suited to survive any major injuries. We don't have the depth. Um, yeah, there's guys who might do okay but for any extended period of time i think we would struggle but i think the same is true with a lot of teams um just gotta hope that nothing goes wrong Touch wood. I mean, came in and played okay um i think was it mike davis and um nazir, nazir both missed some time um i wasn't here for that bit so i don't really know <laughs> so you you missed you missed it when campbell came on yeah. the field and i was like we're about oh, to lose no. this game <laughs> Well, hey, you know what? Shout out, shout out to the Chargers offensive uh, uh, coaching staff who who did what I think is probably the the uh, something I didn't think could be possible. They finally found 
the position for Trey Pipkins, and it is as a fullback. He looked amazing as fullback. What was that? <laughs> yeah, got your a couple plays saves. in a row, and it did, it went well. I thought. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what I, is he doing? Is, is, he, is he on this field by accident? Yeah. <laughs> Going back to the uh, injuries, Bez. Uh, yeah. Good question, Hannah. Um, you, you will have read that the Chargers are now doing things slightly different. They're actually making sure the players are hydrated for a start, um, which is sounds pretty obvious, but some people just don't take in the fluids when they should. And also they're doing the, the, the warm up. So 15, 20 minutes stretching prior to actually taking to the practice field. And they would have done a, some additional stretching in the locker room today. So all, all things that can mitigate against those injuries, because some players like myself, fine athlete, um, <laughs> My body is, is like a temple. It's just in ruins at the minute. But <laughs> when I was in the military, I was really lazy. I never stretched off after a run or anything like that. And, you know, it can lead to injuries. So I think we saw it in All In as well, where the, the, I think Staley was talking to uh, Justin Herbert. and They're all on their mats, do their stretches. So it's all positive. But as Dan said, <laughs> we're going to come unstuck at some point. Just hopefully it's not one of the key members of our team or it's not a serious injury to any of our roster. Well, the thing is, is actually we're quite resilient against this because our style isn't just feed one person. You know, you're not having a Melvin Gordon, um, excuse me for swearing on the podcast. You know, you're not just having a Melvin Gordon being fed the rock time and time again. Um, you know, we, we, we can spread it around. There are elite athletes out there we want on the field. But, you know, if, if a Mike Williams went down, you know, I'm quite confident that the game plan can be altered to then target Jalen Guyton, who might drop some, but not all. Um, you know, you can go back to Keenan Allen. You have so many offensive weapons. Maybe Durham, Donald Parham Jr., my boy, gets some touches. So I think we're resilient. We do lack depth, Dan, Dan knows. But I think the way we are playing is that we're less dependent on any one player, unless that player's name is Justin Herbert. <laughs> yeah, he's irreplaceable. Do we not love him? Are we all in love? He's irreplaceable. 31 for 47 today, 337 yards, a touchdown, an interception. You know, uh, could have had some more. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, what? Get out of here with that. Was that? that. What that was, was not that? Worst, worst call of the year already happening in week one. Yeah, it doesn't matter. More. We won despite the call. Yes, yeah, we did. Was. Big shout out as well to um, Taylor Heineke for, for Washington came in. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, I like Heineke. You know, yeah. look, he, he can move the ball on the ground, you know. Hopefully, Ryan Fitzpatrick comes back. Hopefully, his injury is not too serious. But uh, Heineke, yeah, got thrown hey. at the deep end, just like um, Herbert did last season against the Chiefs. And, and who showed up was? Who showed up to give him that injury? Nwosu. Well, I, I liked it in spells. He showed what, a bit spells. what he could do. It was do. a strong hit. It was, it was a good story. hit, and I was like, "Yes, unleashed." And then he, he didn't really follow it up uh, again, but um, with too much. But I was impressed with what I saw from the pass rush, mainly because Bosa just blew away um, two two penalties. Bosa the there. penalty machine. Yeah, yeah he Sam, is. Sam Cosby, welcome to the NFL, rookie. And I mean, it's interesting watching Bosa. You watch Chase Young. You have to, you know, game respects game. And he was incredible, but had to switch sides. He was getting frustrated against our boy Slater, who opens the show for us. And he just went, and sod that. I'm going to go and uh, <laughs> torment Storm Norton. <laughs> you just would, though, wouldn't you? But, you know, what about what about Slater's early game? Um, he wasn't perfect. I was keeping an eye on him. 
and he had some blown assignments. He had a couple of uh, times he, he let his guy get away, but <laughs> it was there was some incredible blocking. There was so much time for Herbert uh, in some of those drives that uh, against if you know if, we, if we're thinking about the O line against this D line, and you know and we did amazingly well. What's it going to be about? This is one of the best in the NFL, so I think it can go up. Which you know, did Slater get you excited, boys? Yeah, absolutely. And there's going to be some offensive lines that are going to come unstuck against Washington this season. Uh, I think they're on a short week this week. They got the they got New York on Thursday, the Giants. Uh, but yeah, it was a good test, and the guys can go now. They can have a look at what they how they performed today, reset, and then prepare for uh, Dallas on Sunday. And that's going to be a big, big game. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll, pre- well. We'll, we'll preview it later in the in the week, I think, in more depth. But very initial hot takes, John. You know, do you think that could be more of a challenge, or or is it a different type of challenge to tonight? Uh, I think it's the complete opposite of what we saw tonight. I think you're going to see the Dallas defense. I mean, again, yes, it was against Tom Brady. Uh, who's had a full season uh, to get used to that Bruce Arian-style offense and the weapons there. So, yeah, you have to take that into account. But that Dallas defense looks bad again. So I think you're going to have the opposite effect where you're not going to have really a defense that scares you, but you're going to have an offense that's going to scare you a lot more than Washington, right? I mean, Dak was slinging it all over the field. Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, they're going to cause headaches all day long for coverage. Ezekiel Elliott at the backfield. I mean, Gibson made our, our defensive line just look atrocious. And some of our and Kaiser White and, and Michael Davis had some really poor reads there uh, in in run coverage. So I, it actually scares me going in to that week two matchup with uh, with a team who can run the ball with Ezekiel Elliott if they choose to. Obviously, they only ran the ball about twelve times last week, uh, or this week I should say on Thursday. But uh, the Cowboys, if they want to impose their will in the run game, I, I worry that the Chargers are going to be able to stop that. That run defense does not look good right now. Again, it's week one everybody's gelling, everybody's figuring their assignments out and all that stuff. I get that, but I think the run defense to me is a huge question mark for this defense moving forward, and I'm worried about a team like the Cowboys just using Zeke just to feed all day on them. So that would be my biggest worry going into that game. James and Kenneth Murray with six uh, tackles today, so they were, they were quite busy, and they're going to be busy yep. again. Murray was all over Sunday. the field, all oh, over yeah. the field. He looks like a completely different player to his rookie year, and Sounds obvious, but he's also playing for, um, you know, a coordinator that seems to know what he's doing and a head coach that's got vision as opposed to being predictable. Because at times last year, it must have been really difficult for him playing in that environment where we didn't know whether we were coming or going for half the time. So, yeah, pleased to see Kenneth Murray having a good game today. Dan, do you think that... Yes. Yes, love. Do you think that our biggest weakness could potentially be a short, sharp passing game that eliminates our D line, and that that plays really into the Cowboys' hands, or you're not that bothered? No, I mean, we look at who our best players are on defense. If you were to pick, we've got Derwin James deep in the secondary, Joey Bosa up front. So intermediate, maybe. Um, maybe a weakness, but I think with Staley coaching, I don't think I'm overly concerned yet uh, at the defense. I'd, I'd love to see how they do against a real test. Um, nothing against Heineke, but uh, I mean, the guy played well. He was, what, 11 yeah. or 15, something like that? Um, let's have a 
11 of 15. Um, I mean, Heineke was good in the postseason last year. He was good ish in Carolina when he was there. Um, but I think Dak Prescott is a different, a different question. He's a guy I backed to potentially be like an MVP candidate. So I'm concerned, but I've got that faith in Staley for now. Yeah. And this is, a, and, and, you know, having only played under Staley for one game, Dak's come back from an injury. Um, we're not we're not going to know too much about either of those teams heading into week three or four. I mean, you know, it's when you get to week five, six, seven, that's when you get a good sample size of how a team's performing. We've been even under Coach Lynn, we were zero and four, and we went on to have a phenomenal season. So it's we're just going to take one week at a time. It's an old cliche, but it's a good win under our belt. Why not two weeks at a time? <laughs> Look. <laughs> I'll take a win every week. I don't care how they come. <laughs> Just we all, to one week. We all win. we all predicted thought... a close win this week, and that's what happened apart from you no, guys. But even you said it was going to be a close game. Um, yeah, I did. And, and the play callers were saying the same thing. The, the, the Chargers opening drive was phenomenal. It was almost faultless. And then the defense stepped up. They did their adjustments. They um, they they did what they had to do to stop the Chargers from gaining even more momentum. And that's what everyone expected would have happened. But yeah, Rivera is a good defensive coach as well. He's, yeah, he's going he's to no make mug. those changes. Yeah. Um, he, he's no like, mug. Just want to point out, we were passing on first down a lot. Stop. It was great. What, you mean no draw? Like, yeah. <laughs> draw I love plays even the commentary. The oh, we won't go aggressive here. Third and 16 in the shadow of your own end zone. We'll see a draw and then just bam, 16 yards straight down the middle, Keenan Allen. But on the opposite side of the football, Dan, I think we, we had two occasions where Washington went for it on a fourth down, fourth and short, and they were the more aggressive team. They converted that fourth down. I'd like to have seen us make at least one stop in that situation. But Yeah, I'd agree with you. It is it is what it is. You're not going to win them all. Hard, not easy. Hard to stop when they rush that fourth down I know. in one play, know. you know, and are basically, you know, committing a penalty. But, you know, that's fine. You know, well, I guess we don't care about <laughs> false starts on them. But we didn't just beat the Washington. Uh, no, they're not the football Washington team. football team. Yes. Uh, we um, we also beat the refs, and uh, you know, and and and, our, and we also beat our own history of blowing these short, close games. Um, you know, with kicking errors, with late turnovers, with conservatism late on. We did none of those. It was perfect, even though it wasn't. Uh, and I loved it. Um, and you know, we're gonna we're gonna preview properly the Cowboys game later in the week. Um, before we sign off, have we got any last comments on this amazing win where we want to know on the road to the Super Bowl? Got one comment. <laughs> yeah, but it's not about damn. our win technically. It's just Cleveland are beating Kansas eight nothing so far. So early. Go, on, go and watch that one. Early. Go, yeah, go on, My homes is overrated. Yeah, what's All happening news. with uh, Mr. Taylor in Houston? <laughs> he got the win. Thirty-seven <laughs> twenty-one. Incredible. Just, don't just back, but I tell you, yeah, just back to the Chargers, Bez. There was a couple of there's only a couple of uh, comments on social media about in the third quarter. That's enough. We've lost the game. Look, this is the this is the great thing about football. It's so up and down. You know, the the, the swing from left from winning to losing is 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 there nearly every week, and that's why we love it so much. And I think you've just got to sit back and trust in what Staley and his coaches. And our players are trying to achieve this year. Um, 
we don't know what it's going to look like at the end, but we just got to stay focused, stay positive, and hope that we can keep pulling out the wins like we did today. Great comment. Well, Agreed. look, we've got some big comment, a big show coming up. We're going to preview the Cowboys game. We are going to talk about the big signing that that we think that we we need to reunite head coach and offensive coordinator with one player in the NFL. Uh, we're going to talk about why we think that's the case. And I'm going to make a prediction, which is probably going to backfire and make me eat another hat. <laughs> What's new, guys? You know, let's go and enjoy it. I'm going to crack open a cider. It's Sunday night. Who cares? Uh, enjoy the sun, John. Thank you for joining us. And uh, peace out. Oh.